Hello to everybody listening. I'm sitting here with my advisor and future professor, uh, Professor Norris. He's going to be here to talk to me today about, um, you know, what advancements we should place focus on when we think about the future of our education. So, <laughs> hello, this is me. <laughs> All right, this is the first question. So. What is an educational technology tool that has become popular amongst like professors or students that has made like their experiences like a lot easier? Like what's something that like really like changed the game? I've got to say the the online systems like Canvas and before that Moodle and there's also Blackboard and there, there's some others and I've worked with all of them but they keep getting better. Okay, now they had something like that when I began teaching in 2006 but nothing like we've got now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like you know, we, we had cars back in 2006 and they still had four wheels and they still got us there. But now they got backup cameras and Sirius right. XM and right. all kinds of bells and whistles. They did not have them. <laughs> and that's kind of the way it's been with the educational tools they offer. Now, Canvas is, um, uh, it, it's mandatory. And at first I was like, well, this isn't like Moodle. I, I can't do this right. and I can't do that. And right. then I found, but wait, I can do 5,000 other things on this. <laughs> this is great. No, when I started teaching, uh, I had to I had to bring in a camera and take a photograph of each one of my students and write their name down so I could learn who they were. Wow. And now, of course, it's right there. Yeah. You get everything about the student that, that you want there. Their picture, their name, mm -hmm. what are they? What else are they in? It's, it's a wonderful they thing. They even have that little pronunciation thing, too. And the pronunciation that thing. Coach, that's just yeah. the best. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. Awesome. That's a good answer. I never would have thought about that. <laughs> All right, next question is, what aspects of learning have you noticed that students need the most, like, technology engagement? Like, what aspects have been, like, where you're like, oh, this definitely needs technology? And I know your answer might be a little on par with everything that's been happening in the past, like, year or so. But if you notice any other aspects that you think that would be, like... So you're hands. asking me about students' engagement with technology as, mm -hmm. as regards teaching. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, they're on Canvas, too. Mm -hmm. And that means that uh, I can just give them the assignments on Canvas. They post them to Canvas. Uh, up until we got that, I had to have them email me their assignments. And I would grade oh, yeah, it, like and then I would have to email it back to them. <laughs> so so part of, you know, it would take about 20 minutes at the end of every assignment. Mm -hmm. I have to say, okay, attach this here, send it there, bam. Right. Yeah, attach this here, send it there, bam. Right. And I would have to spend about 20 minutes doing that. Now it's just like, oh, well, I'm done. Now you've got your assignment back. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So it's a convenience thing. Mm -hmm. Everything is on Canvas. I can put the tests on Canvas. So it's no longer on paper. Right. I no longer have to have to grade with my hands so that my, my, my forearm swells up like Popeyes <laughs> by the time I'm done writing down what I have to do. Right. I don't have to be repetitive. I, I can, you know, there's some things that I have to say every time. Mm -hmm. There's some things I have to say, no, you need a hyphen here because otherwise, da 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 da. And everybody makes that mistake and I right. got to write it down like, like 40 60 times. 60 times, yeah. And mm -hmm. now I, I, just, uh, I just say, copy bam and there it is it's wonderful <laughs> mm -hmm. so in your opinion do you think that this has made it easier on the students part as well i think it probably has mm -hmm. it gives them fewer things to do mm -hmm. and the fewer things you have to do the easier it is to get them done and of course the great objective in any communications is make it pe make it easy for people to do the things you want them to do right so if this makes it easier it's a great advance mm. very good yeah. thank you and then last final question what direction do you see the role of like technology and education moving? Do you think it's going to be 
like more, you know, how Parktorio exists now, and that's like very, you mm -hmm. know, in. I don't know if invasive is the right word, but it's very well. On. It's uh, it's one of those things you're not used to. Exactly, and, and, and it's mm -hmm. one of those things. I could see students being a little hesitant, saying, "So let me understand. You're you're observing me as I, as I do this." And the answer is, "Well, yeah, but since I don't have you all in the same room and I cannot proctor you at the same time, mm -hmm. this has the positive effect of putting you all on the same footing. Right. So you are confident, and I am confident that no one is out there consulting notes in the middle of the exam." Mm -hmm. And the only body who gets to see it is me. And as soon as I'm done, it goes away. So it kind of does its job. I know it feels kind of creepy, mm -hmm. but, but it does. It does. Thank you so much for tuning into the interview. And it was a pleasure to have uh, Professor Norris on. He was great to talk to. It was just so nice to see him so um, excited about the developments that we've made. Something I really like that he kind of, you know, like a point that he kind of held on to throughout the entirety of the interview is just the fact that though technology is moving quickly and it's developing, you know, at a fast pace, it's it's for the better. You know, people people will always find something bad or negative about the things that we have, but it's good to just kind of like take a step back and you know, say, hey, we're, we're grateful for this. This is, this is amazing technology. Like, it's, it's awesome that we have this. And I think that that really showed through when he, um, when I asked him about Proctorio and he kind of gave his thoughts on that, um, as well as like Canvas and stuff like that, him kind of changing his uh, perspective when, when Butler made the switch from, I believe it was either Moodle or Blackboard to Canvas. And he was initially not very like down with it. He wasn't very he wasn't very into it. He wasn't you know he wasn't willing to adapt. But you know he was able to kind of overcome that and just kind of like find his footing and you know find things that he did like about it and just kind of like move on from there. And I really appreciated that. And that gave me you know a lot to think about in terms of education and you know just kind of as a life lesson in general. And then just kind of, you know, going back to my overarching topic, that was kind of like the, I guess, like starting uh, point for this interview was what advancements should we place focus on when thinking about the future of education? And at first I didn't really, I wasn't really clear on what my answer was going to be or what I wanted it to kind of relate back to. But then I realized that while it is a lot of, you know, just kind of thinking about how much it can improve our lives and that kind of stuff it's also how you react to it it's how you see it and how you use it it isn't just reliant completely on is the technology easy to use is the technology hard you like harder to use is the technology you know good bad fun whatever it's it's hard to it, you, you have to stop placing you know so many judgments on what the technology itself does and kind of step back and say, okay, well, this is what it does. This is what it can help me with. How can I use this to my advantage? And so that's kind of what I think that I really wanted to focus on in this interview. And I think definitely shine through, through what Professor Norris has said and through what my article will talk about in this next segment. <laughs> Hello again, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I wanted to take a moment to kind of pause and 
see if I could do a little bit of application because I know I kind of talked about in my post interview comments, you know, about uh, Professor Norris's mindset and just like how he was able to kind of see past the things that he maybe didn't like originally with Canvas or see past like, you know, any other adversities and, and pick out the good things and, you know, try to focus on that a bit more. So as I was thinking about, you know, ways to relate this back to class, I thought to um, one of my other education classes that I'm in currently, um, Intro to Educator Identity, where we're basically reading a book and kind of applying the ideas from the book. And it just focuses entirely on asset versus um, deficit based thinking. And I thought that was really interesting to bring up because one, the, you know, clear like how do I want to put this, the clear, like, attributes that each one has just, like, applies so much to, like, Professor Norris's mindset and how he was able to prevail. So I'm gonna actually read those off just so you can gain a little bit of background as, like, to what I'm talking about. So for asset-based thinking or an asset-based approach to, um, to life, I guess, in general or any situation that you may be in, those people are typically strengths driven they're opportunity focused you know they're internally focused they ask questions like what is present that we can build upon this kind of um approach may lead to unexpected responses to like wishes for you or your community um you know just a lot of new opportunities and then someone who thinks with more of a deficit-based mindset is more needs-driven. They're problems-focused, externally-focused. They ask questions like, what is missing that we must go find? Which, you know, as it says, kind of focuses on what you don't have. Oh, I can't do this because I don't have this. Um, This type of, you know, approach may lead to a downward spiral of burnout, depression, or dysfunction, you know, things like that. So, Obviously, this is kind of a little bit smaller scale than that. This is not to that extent, but just kind of thinking about how like switching your mindset can um, just like o- like improve your ability to be open to opportunity and things like that. That's kind of what the article was focusing on, again, from the University of Memphis, just like saying that, you know, things like we don't have enough money to do that. You know, I can't I don't I'm not skilled in that. Think about think about. You could, you can, I mean, you can think about a million things that are holding you back and think about a million things that could stop you from starting what you want to do or doing what you want to do. But it's really just a matter of you working through those adversities that you have, not seeing what you don't have as just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this at all. Just, you know, holding on to that concept of like being grateful for what you have at all times and kind of digging deeper and and reflecting on the resources that you have and and ensuring that like you know you're taking advantage of those things before you so boldly say oh I can't do this because I don't have that so I just thought that that was a really um great concept or idea that Professor Norris was kind of alluding to and I really wanted to capitalize on that so I appreciate Professor Norris and this article from (laughs) the University of Memphis for um kind of supporting my claims so yeah thank you so much for listening um i really appreciate the opportunity to kind of speak on topics like this because it's not you know something that's in like i guess something that you would call like regular curriculum so i really like this application based um type assignment so yeah please if you have any questions 
about this or about anything that I kind of touched on in this, please feel free to, you know, ask away. I'm sure my information is located somewhere um, near where I've posted this. So, yeah, thank you again so much.